You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's a tale as old as time, Sarah. Valiant warriors mean? heading out to the woods, to the unknown, to battle nature and the uh, and and the earth itself. What? To find out who comes out on top. That's weird. That's some, a weird way to put some it. Move, some, some will enter, some will leave. I don't know. I'm just saying things now. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. I'm too excited. I can't think of the right way oh to say it. Oh, my gosh. I haven't seen Greg this excited. coming. Okay. It's like, I wish you had one extreme or the other. Either you're like super sad and like overwhelmed with work or you're just like completely untethered. Oh, that's depressing. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment <laughs> Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot of stuff to get to today. I am going to explain what I was just talking about there at the very beginning. I do want to say a big, big, heartfelt, gracious listen thank you. Listen to you trying to slow yourself down. To everyone who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. Yes, the Amazon link there, Sarah, right there at the, the top of the page. The world is at your fingertips by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on that Amazon link. That's it's the only way. Nice. It's the only way to do it. Tell your, tell your parents, your family, your friends, your loved ones, your coworkers. Tell everyone today, tell one person to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on that Amazon link. And you'll have done something right. Wow. We'd really appreciate it. Or, you know, you don't have to do that. <laughs> or just do it and <laughs> yeah. try to remember to do that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've got that. We've got, uh, we've got a lot of stuff to get to today. So we might as well get right into it here. Today is kind of an epic annual day I'm kind for of ex- me. Just real quick, when you just said that, we have a lot of stuff to get to. I'm just looking forward to the day. Like one day you just throw me off. You'll be like, we don't have very much to get to today. I know. I could do that. Just well, we don't up. have much, so we're just going to... Try to come up with something here for the next but hour. But today we have a lot. <laughs> we do have a we lot. We do actually have a lot. Some days Greg says it, and it's a dirty or lie. <laughs> um, so, All right, yes, talk about what day is upon us. The day is Ricketts Fest. Now, I feel the need to, every every year, but explain can, a little bit about Ricketts I Fest. I feel like the explanation gets longer every year when it should be shorter. Back many years ago in the early 2000s, myself... My friend Nate and my friend Gavin went on an adventure. We used to do this once a year. We would all, all three of us, we'd go off into the hinterlands somewhere, generally the, the north northwest, uh, you know, the untamed wilderness. And we would go camping or go somewhere. Usually at least we try to make at least like a several hour drive to get to wherever we were going. And this uh, we did trips to like southern Oregon, southeast Oregon. But this one year we decided to head to northeast Oregon and in to Idaho, where we were attempting to find something we had heard about, which was called the Seven Devils Mountains. It's an actual mountain range in Idaho. Now, we didn't carry maps with us. We just had a general idea because Nate thought he knew where it was. Will you stop staring at me? I know the story. I'm telling you the tale, sir. Oh, God. Nate thought he knew where he was going, and that's really that was our only guiding principle to get there. So it took us, I believe, four days I think every year it gets longer how many days, but we'll say four to five days to find this place. We ended up staying in like an abandoned mining town at one point, Um, may have come across some kind of white supremacist camp. Uh, It is Idaho and all kinds of weird stuff. So we, we eventually, though, our last night, we make it to the Seven Devils Mountains and we get there 
and there's nowhere to camp. So we had to camp at this spot without any water. Sarah, I'm telling you the tale. And, you know, at any point, if you have questions or comments that you want to drop in there. I think you're doing a great job. Keep it up. We got to the Seven Devils Mountains. You know, behold, there it is. The glory of these mountains in Idaho. And uh, we set up camp, and because we got there late, we couldn't be by any water. So we, we ended up sitting in this really crappy camping spot just off the side of the road. That's the only place we could find. And This just sounds like we you guys are bored. really bad at navigating so far. This does not sound like some fun story of the well, It just seems like it's taking a really long time Nate to not was, get anything accomplished. Nate was driving, yeah. Okay. It was Nate's car, so you're kind of on Nate's time frame, and... Nate thinks he knows where he's going a lot. So we got there. Anyway, we, we were bored, and we decided to try to come up with a game to pass the time. And this game that we created, we set up a tin can, and we had a whole bunch of rocks, and we decided to throw rocks at the can. And originally, it was a tin can that we threw at. As we drank beer, we were like, well, why don't we set up a, a, a regular can? So we'll set up a little course here and try to throw rocks at these things. And then that progressed to, why don't we make each other do things when we hit these rocks? Make each other do dumb things. And then we invented the greatest thing, which you have to admit, you do enjoy. And this has been passed around to a lot of people now, which is the Cowboy Spritzer. Sarah, you I have do to admit, appreciate the Cowboy, the Cowboy Spritzer, Spritzer is a pretty damn fine invention. I mean, Cowboy Spritzer is kind of like, it has surpassed just like general, like a small amount of people knowledge. And now I feel like it's kind of uh, reached its tendrils out. Everybody knows said, about Cowboy people Spritzers. People do. I go to random parties where I know like, you know, we all know, like, maybe one person is aware of a cowboy spritzer, and before you know it, the entire party by the end of the night is doing cowboy Everybody's spritzers. Everybody's doing cowboy spritzers. And the way a cowboy spritzer works is this. You have a bottle of booze, usually a fifth, and then you have a two liter of some kind of soda. And what you do is you take a swig of the liquor, hold it in your mouth, dump a swig of the two liter in your mouth, swish it around, and there is a cowboy spritzer. Because this is what it was. And the reason is this. You didn't have cups? Uh, yes. Well, the cowboys <laughs> didn't have cups because cowboys back in the day, they didn't carry cups. But they only had the bottles. But they're two liters. Oh, the yeah. Two, you know, because they, you had to save space. Good old cowboy So they didn't have liter. cups to mix their drinks, mm-hmm. so their mouth hole was the, was the cup. And so that's what it is. And then you pass it around, and it's a shared experience. Everybody has a cowboy spritzer. Round of spritzers is what it's called, and then you do those. And so that became part of Ricketts, where you make people do spritzers, cowboy spritzers. Now, the reason it's called Ricketts, which is the game that the name we ended up coming up with it for, was because we had a two liter of uh, some kind of a citrusy thing, like a 7-Up or something, and we had vodka, I think. And we, decided, we, we thought that uh, the disease where you have a lack of vitamin C, and vitamin D, I think, is, was, uh, was Ricketts. That's, in fact, scurvy. Really, it's scurvy, the, yes. The name should have been scurvy. That's a little Ricketts tidbit. Trivia fact for there for you. But we named it Ricketts, and so that's what it was. Um, and so now every year, because of this, <laughs> this grand... Ed says, this seems a lot like a white college boy holdover. <laughs> Are you talking about Ricketts or Cowboy Spritzers? Yeah. It's just fun. Bit. I mean, really... Sometimes it's fun to have just... Just be dumb. Just, just be have dumb fun. And that's all it is. We go out into the woods, and... We just, and this has been now Ricketts Fest, just this annual camping trip. It switched from the three of us going off and going on these long drives to closer and closer to home. So now it's only a couple hours away. And then we've invited people over the years. This has been going on for like 15 years. it's boys only. Girls not allowed. Boys only. I mean, girls can come if they want, but I highly doubt anybody would have any fun. I I really. Really would never, ever want to go. Yeah. Ever. There's just, I really just don't think you'd have any fun. Mm -hmm. So. It's uh, this is what we do every year, 
And today is the day where I'm going to be heading up this afternoon. I believe there's people already on their way. Oh, my goodness. Right about now. Oh. Mr. Uh, Mr. Tim, I think, is already heading up there to claim the spot. It's very, Ricketts Day is very exciting. I it's too, very I, exciting. I am not celebrating Ricketts Day. I, however, am headed to the coast uh, because my friend's parents own a house in a small town on the, um, on the coast, probably about like three and a half hours away. Okay. And me and a few of my ladies are going to go there and spend our weekend not being so, like sopping wet in the woods. Yeah. Doing whatever it is that you I need don't to think do out in nature. Post rain. I don't know. It could. Uh, yeah. We don't or, have Kenny. Kenny's not going up there this year, though. That's one thing. Because usually when it rains, Kenny will go up and he'll create a whole tarp system that, that keep everybody. I mean, Kenny is basically a meth head without meth. Yeah. I mean, he'll, he will. I remember we were out there one year and it started pouring down rain. And he was climbing up trees and shimmying and, like, created this elaborate, like, three giant three tarp system. And then it stopped raining as soon as he did it. Oh. Yeah. Why isn't Kenny going? I don't know. I've talked to him this morning, though. So for those of you who are wanting a Kenny update, I did talk to him. He is alive, or at least somebody's using his phone. Um, did you talk to him with his human voice or did he just text? I did not. <gasps> I did not. But he did reference calling himself the Birdman, which is one of his nicknames. So that does. But that could have been somebody who listens to the show. That's true. And they could have kidnapped and murdered him. And then they're just like now pretending to be him. Yeah, that's true. Okay. You got a point there. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. Somebody's got his phone anyway. Um, and he said he's not coming up. So there's oh. that. But so you're going on to the coast. I am going to the coast. I'm very excited. So actually, I'm uh, riding with my uh, good friend Lily today, and we're going to oh, take Lily, Lily Dally, Lily and Lily Dally. And uh, yeah, after we finish the show today, I'm going to run home, pack up, buy um, a bunch of wine for us to have wine spritzers. Those are different than cowboy spritzers. Yeah, that's wine different spritzers thing. Wine mm-hmm. spritzers are delicious. Yeah, which basically a wine spritzer is just like wine and sparkling water and ice cubes. There you go. Solved. That's it. Master drinksmith. What do you call those yeah. people? I don't know. I don't know, but it's... Mixologist? Yes, I'm <laughs> quite the mixologist. But yeah, so we're heading um, We're heading south. I think we're going through um, like a bunch of small towns. Uh, Lily loves Arctic Circle, which I don't think I've ever even eaten at it. Yeah, Arctic Circle. Yeah, that yeah, used to like be a, a... It used to be a big Is it like a here. Dairy Queen or something? Um, yeah, more like a... I don't know if they do ice... Yeah, maybe they do ice cream. Yeah, I believe they do. I mean, yeah, since it was I called it's Arctic like a dairy, Circle. I thought it was like a ice Dairy Queenish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a Dairy Queen. Yeah, so she's that's, just that's like uh, she's like, oh well, you know, we can drive through. There used to be a. Did you not have those? I don't Arctic think circles? so. Oh, uh, they used. To I be mean, a, I remember. I recognize the name and I know kind of what it is, but I don't think I, I've ever eaten. For that some one. reason, I thought they were a national chain. Maybe they're maybe they're not. Maybe they were just like a an Oregon thing. I'll have to look it up and see. Yeah, yeah I mean, because there used to be a lot of them. I remember they had. There's a bunch in Salem. Um, and I think maybe I probably went to one when I was a kid. Yeah, probably. I, know I, I, I don't remember it. them ever being a big deal. Well, for no, at least Lily, in my family, like, they weren't. Bob's l- Burgers were. Oh, Bob's! My dad used to get bags of burgers from Bob's yeah. when uh, he went to school uh, at U of O. Yeah, Bob's Burgers was a big deal. Mm-hmm. That was that was what we went to. I think I think you're, maybe you were a Bob's Burger person or a or an Arctic Circle person. Okay. So there we go. All right. Well, I'm going to Arctic Circle because Lily, it's like her favorite thing. She was telling me, she's like, I, I have to be honest with you. I'm full-blown a- addicted to Arctic Circle. And if we're like anywhere, What is it she likes from Arctic I don't Circle? Know. I don't know. But she's like, if we're within like 30 miles of it, because I guess we're going a little bit out of the way to go. Because I'm riding with her. I don't care. I'm just yeah, hanging out cares? with my friend in her car, whatever. I mean, I don't. And she's like, do you mind if we go through Newport so that we can go to Arctic Circle? I'm like, I don't. I'd be curious to know what it is that they have that she likes. I mean, I, I don't remember it bad. You know, yeah. I just, it's just there. I don't know. It's like I wouldn't drive 30 miles out of the way to go to a Dairy Queen. No, but I mean, but if you, you know. don't get to go to Dairy Queen a lot, maybe you would. Maybe for like a blizzard or something like that. Blizzards but, are delicious. Huh. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't know, but she's super like she's like, hey, uh, I know you know you're riding with me. Just wanted to see if you would quite possibly mind if we're going through Newport. So Newport's the one that has like the sea lions, right? Oh yeah, you're going through Newport. Yeah, we're gonna go. Th- yeah. I guess that's where Arctic Circle is. And I'm like, cool. Well, if we're going there, can we yeah. go, like look at the sea lions? They kind of uh, scare n- me, Newport, and they smell. Newport, but I Oregon. Look at them. I spent a lot of time at Newport because it's. It's the closest coastal city from Corvallis, which is where Oregon State is, where I went, and my roommate happened to be from Newport. So I ended up hanging out with a lot of Newport people throughout college. And so we'd go over there pretty often and go to like house parties and stay over on the coast. Newport is it's a little rougher than like Lincoln City or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's more an actual coast town. I mean, there fisheries and, and all kinds of stuff. It smells like fish. There's there's a nice boardwalk. There's I like a Ripley's, a, believe it or not, there. Oh, man. Um, so a lot of taffy a, places. I was going to say, I think that I've been, I know that I went to Newport a lot growing up. I'm trying to think if it's the, what I'm thinking that it is. It's like you're walking down the boardwalk, and then on the right is like um, like the water area with the sea lions and stuff. And on the left, yeah. there are like a lot of stores with the um, taffy places. The Marine Science Center is there. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yes. Yeah, Hatfield Marine Science Center. Yeah. That place is awesome. That place is really cool because we, we used to do field trips to that. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff in Newport. There is, yeah, and then there's the Rogue Brewery. That's where I was kicked out of the Rogue Brewery for a month. I, was, I got banned from that. Didn't you talk? Wait, what did you do? Um, well, the Rogue Brewery, I think it's their headquarters is there, their, their main brewery, or, the, or like one of the original ones. And... Dane and I, Dane was my high school, or I mean my uh, college roommate, and we went over there to Newport one weekend with a bunch of friends, and we were hanging out at the brewery, and we were eating food, and then we may or may not have gotten into a food fight with another table. Oh, God, Greg. Where we were taking fries and biting off the end like we were taking off a grenade and then throwing fries at the other people. And they were throwing food back, too. It was like a family. And they were, we were all having a good time. We were just throwing fries. But the manager didn't do anything to the family and instead came over to us and told us we were banned from the Rogue Brewery for 30 days, and we could not come back. And I guess Dane tried to come back like two weeks later, and they still remembered him. They're like, no. Of course, You're still banned. these poor like people who have to clean up all of your shit after you've been a total turd and throwing. I things wasn't around. like throwing ketchup on the walls or something. I was tossing fries at this other family. We were having fun. Yes, at it's other a little bit expense. Red. No, no, no. The other family was fine. Yeah, the people who had to pick up the fries. Yeah. See yeah. if you learned anything this yeah. week from my etiquette lessons. That's what no, I was wanting you to take away. I concur. I mean, you know, I was like twenty. I think you're making yourself younger. Um, no, I think <laughs> I'm myself older. Uh, but uh, yeah, then we then we ended up getting banned for a month. We deserved it. It was fair. No, Vicky's saying I think Sarah's thinking of Depot Bay. No, I'm not thinking of Depot Bay because I I remember specifically where Depot Bay is. That's like where the Sea Hag is. That weird. Uh, like nautical yes. bar with that. There's I remember there's a picture. Uh, there's a painting on the wall in the bar that kind of looks like an older version of Tuggy. <laughs> At the Sea Witch or Sea Hag or whatever it's called. The Sea Hag is yeah. in Depot Bay. Yeah, Oregon, so I'm not I thinking of Depot Bay. I was thinking of right? Newport. Yeah, I, I get some of, some of my coastal towns a little mixed up, but mm-hmm. yeah, that is uh, that is there. So any, no, Newport. Newport's is much Newport, further yeah, south. Okay, is Newport like is there a bridge next? to I, it? Know, I realize this is probably not very interesting because we're trying. Uh, yes, there's a bridge in Newport. I think okay, there's a big bridge in Newport. Of, yeah, but it is south of. Depot Bay. It's okay. probably another like half hour okay. or something. All right. Well, I'm excited because my weekend's going to be exactly cool. opposite cool. of yours. I'm going to be indoors. My uh, so with my ladies, we we have all like 
so cliche, like girled out for this weekend. <laughs> I, I swear it could not be more cliche. We have um, like champagne for breakfast mimosas, uh, like wine for like wine and brie and bread for tonight. Um, like all these like silly. Yeah, what games. are you calling it now? The, what are those? Your your wine and cheese thing? <gasps> trash snacks. <laughs> oh my Please god! Please explain a trash snack. Why it is it made me? That is the happiest I that I've been in a long time. Okay, so my friend Summer, who's um, we're actually going to stay at her family's house. That's where we're going this weekend. Uh, she had showed me this thing. And it's a sign that was in a store in front of like a thing of brie because we're all uh, buying a lot of brie and wine because we'd already talked about it. She's like, oh my gosh, you guys, I found this. Have you ever seen this before? And it's a and it's a fun fact about cheese. It says, fun fact, wine and cheese pair well together because they are both the expired byproducts of other foods. And then the next line says, <laughs> enjoy your trash snack, everyone. <laughs> uh, my weekend is going to be full of trash snacks. That's all it is. Just, just trash wine snacks and cheese. Just... I'm pretty much made of wine and cheese. Yeah, that's true. You know that. And you have an excuse to just eat cheese all weekend. I do. All weekend. Good for you. Do it. That's what I'm going to do. It's just you're not, I mean, it's my so trash I don't know snack how you're going to feel on Sunday, but. I will probably feel like I want to die, yeah. but I am going to have a trash snack weekend. Yeah. I'm super duper. Trash snack it up. It. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I will be uh, beer and whiskeying it up and hot dogs. That's what. That's pretty much what Is I Is that your, if I'm wine and cheese, what, your, your beer and hot dogs? Yeah, that it'll be beer and hot dogs this weekend. I've never felt so classy. No, I feel very classy myself. So I'm going to go up into the woods and drink a bunch and throw rocks at things. I'm 40, so that's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, it's awesome, though. I love it. I'm going to have a good time. The key is, though, now I have noticed over the years, like I used to be one of the people that stays up like till almost daylight. Because when I'm camping, I get really excited up there. It's like one of my most relaxing one of the most relaxing things I can do. Is your phone doesn't work, right? My phone doesn't work, so whatever's going on work-related, there's not a damn thing I can do about it or because you know I have the no world service. world-ending related? Anything. Whatever. Up there, I just kind of relax. Uh, it takes me a, a couple hours to settle in, and then I just I just chill. It just feels good. Chill was... I shouldn't have said that, but... I don't know. It, it's good for me. Mentally, it's very, very important for me well, yes. to do this. So, I enjoy it. Well, I am glad. But I also don't, what I was going to say is I don't stay up till till daylight anymore. I have known that. Do you just kind of, do you sneak away? I don't want to expose too many of my secrets. Yes, I. but you, because a lot of times people will fuck with you if you go to bed too early. Keelan. Keelan, take note of this. See, I don't want Keelan to know about this. Keelan, do you remember the Mr. Pancake things? Mr. Pancake! Yesterday, Greg is just uh, telling you, right. he just showed his hand. I'm not showing my hand. Get him. No, I mean, He's sometimes... Probably, you know what I know? I know from previous ones that he tries to, like, hide where his tent is. So I Keelan, won't hide where... I, no, because you can figure that out. What you need to do first when you get there is just just make sure you make a note of exactly where Greg's oh, tent damn, is. Oh, damn. I've got my one usual spot, because we're, we're going to the same spot, but usually I'm up there earlier, and I've got my tent spot. What if somebody takes my tent spot before I get there? That'll be super awkward. Ah, shit. That's going to be weird. Mm-hmm. All right. That's my spot. So... Yeah, you just kind of. Uh, I've got my. I've got my my ways and my ways to go unnoticed. Like I know how to fade into the background when I need to fade into the background. Are you That's, talking about Irish goodbying? Yeah, yeah. Just but a it's slow a process. Fade. It's a slowly back away. To just say just enough so people still remember. Da, da, da. And then fade out of conversation. Oh, it's kind of like the thing where like everyone's sitting around hanging out and you're all chatting, and then you just kind of start to talk a little less and less, uh-huh. and then like pretend like you're getting up to go to the bathroom and then just never come back. Yeah, kind of. I do that. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's a lot of it. Because mm-hmm. I've already kind of faded into the background, so I'm not really involved in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So, no, you know, everyone's had drinks, so it's fine. Yeah. All right, well, best of luck on not getting uh, messed with this weekend. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen for me now. 
Oh, you're so screwed. <laughs> Someone's attractive cousin in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Uh, okay, a couple of comments here. Uh, he said, I think I remember Greg saying that he would dig a shallow trench, put a tent over it, and then sleep beneath it so that people wouldn't know where he was. Oh, no, but that's genius. There was one year I Irish goodbye, and it was a big deal. I forgot about this. Uh, people thought I was missing. Keelan's, uh... Oh, wow, Greg. No, I, I fell asleep off in the... Just, like, outside of the campsite. This was a years ago. Like, my brother was down there and a bunch of my other friends. And, uh... I was just, like, looking at the stars, and I fell asleep. Like, no big deal. I was just right outside of camp, and I was like, Oh, well, just... I'm gonna sneak into my tent then, so nobody messes with me. And I stuck into my tent, and there was somebody... I was sharing a tent, I remember, that year, and there was, like, it was a giant one. And my buddy Nick was in there. He's like... Who's that? I'm like, oh, it's Greg. I'm just, I'm just going to bed. He's like, no, it's not. I'm like, yeah. He's like, shut the fuck up. He's like, dude, they're looking for you. Like, I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you've been gone for like an hour. Nobody knows. People think you ran off or like fell down a cliff. Oh, like they're driving up and down the road looking for you right now. I'm like, oh, okay, shit. And then they had in fact sent out a search party looking for me. Whoopsie daisy. Maybe off the grid for too long is not your the best idea for you. I'm a survivor, sir. Okay. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, today's the first day of fall. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. 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 And with fall? Some sadness. And pumpkin spice things. Oh, yeah. Pumpkin spice. Yes, pumpkin spice everything. Which I'm, I don't mind pumpkin spice. I don't really like it. My mom's crazy for pumpkin spice stuff. I mean, it's fine. It's there. It's there. I like a like it's a good slice of pumpkin pie at yeah. um, at Thanksgiving with some uh, like vanilla bean ice cream on it. That's some good stuff right there. Oh boy, just going crazy. Just, just you doing you. Oh, Ooh. sisters Splurge. doing it for themselves. Well, now since everything is becoming pumpkin pie, uh, pumpkin spice flavored, why don't you enjoy? Pumpkin spice in the form of pizza. No. It's a pumpkin spice pizza. Uh-uh. So this is uh, a place called Villa Italian Kitchen. Uh, so they say, uh, we know you crave that warm com- pumpkin spice flavor at this time of the year. Tell me if you'd eat this. So we created a d- delicious marriage of the classic cheese pizza with all the cozy seasonal flavors of fall just for you. So it has, um, it's made with hand tosto, pumpkin pie filling, Nutmeg, clove, cinnamon, and mozzarella cheese. No, it's just not necessary. It could be kind of good. I don't know. Sweeten the savory together. I just don't need it. I don't need it. Like I like a good pumpkin beer, a pumpkin spice beer, like one. I can do like one or maybe two. Like uh, Elysian makes some good ones, Mm. but I'm not. I can't drink them all night long, and I don't think I would need pumpkin spice in my pizza. Like you don't need to have it in everything. You put it in everything, it ruins everything. It ruins it. That's true, because some things, it's swing and a miss. Yeah. All right. Well, if you are interested in this, I guess uh, Villa Italian Kitchen has uh, 230 locations all over the United States of America, and you can get it as a slice or a whole pizza pie. See, this is, pumpkin spice is starting to jump the shark here. Yeah. This is, this is oh, getting too far. Oh, it already has. Well, it's, it's just been... like, you know, over the last years, you think about the different trends. Like, originally, it was, like, several years ago, it was putting lemon in everything. Like, lemon flavoring was the big deal. This was like 10 years ago. Okay. When that came out. Like a lot of products didn't have lemon in it. Then you had like lemon Coke, lemon water, oh, lemon yeah, everything. Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. 
And then it was lime everything. And then it was vanilla everything. And then chipotle flavored stuff. Like chipotle as a flavor. You've really thought about this. Oh, yeah. No, I have. I've thought about this. Because it goes in cycles. Like you'll see what the trend is. Like fashion. Mm Mm-hmm. There'll be trends in flavors. Papaya had its run. Um, Are you sure that wasn't acai, just liking papaya? Acai berry had its whole run. Remember when that was in everything? Oh, was it a, a, I thought it was a kai. I thought it was a sai. I don't, I know. don't know. I don't know what I the right way to know. say it and is. And pomegranate. Pomegranate had its run. Mm-hmm. See? See what I mean? You're seeing it with flavorings. And then they'll put it in everything. But pumpkin spice seems to have lasted for the past few years. And every year... It doesn't seem like it's it. There's getting less. It seems like there's a lot more. Like yesterday, I was looking and there were just like random pumpkin spice. Like, like it was like mentholatum chapstick, mint chapstick, pumpkin spice chapstick. Yep. See, but that's that's what it is. Flavoring. See, it's jumping the shark. Okay. Jumping the shark. Yeah, tell that to people who enjoy their delicious pumpkin spice, Greg. No, I pumpkin mean spice, more power to you. I mean, I'm, spice, I'm not gonna... are crazy about it, and they get super defensive. Have you noticed? Oh that? yeah, no, yeah, they do not like. Pumpkin spice stuff being made fun of. No, which I like, mean, who like, cares? Take my Eat whatever you spice want. Love seriously. Yeah, I mean, I'm st- I think you should also be able to, you know, take a little teasing about it. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's not attacking your personal, your personality. I guess, maybe or maybe they is. do. Maybe they're wrapped up. Like, I am a pumpkin spice person. I am a pumpkin spice American. Well, I mean, there are like uh, like pumpkin spice Americans who are just like basic bitches. Remember we yeah. talked about that? Yeah. Yeah. The basic bitches are like, ident- they can be defined by a pumpkin spice latte. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there are some people that I think you could attach it to. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, so pumpkin spice pizza, that's the thing. Uh, next up, out of a place called Spe- Steamboat Springs. I don't know where Steamboat Springs Steamboat is. Steamboat Springs is Colorado? Sure. Steamboat Springs. Nailed it. Out of Colorado, police uh, suspect a 23-year-old Steamboat Springs man is responsible for breaking into a condo and stealing items, most notably a giant Christmas tree. But the weird part about that is it's September. Yeah. Why is there a giant Christmas tree in a condo in Colorado? So this guy's name is Micah Anderson. He was arrested on suspicion of felony second-degree burglary and theft. So uh, police learned about a burglary that was happening early Tuesday morning. And later that day, Anderson's roommates contacted police and told them that Anderson was very drunk that night and broke into a neighbor's condo. Uh, The roommates told police Anderson broke into the condo thinking that he was locked out of his own condo. Um, The roommates told told police Anderson then returned home with items that included several towers, uh, towels, excuse me, toilet paper, a Christmas tree, DVD and books. Christmas tree. I mean, what do they need the Christmas tree for? The towels, toilet paper, DVD, books. And a large Christmas tree. I don't know. He thought it was his. So uh, Micah eventually admitted to being very intoxicated and thinking that he got locked out of his apartment. He stated that when he got in the residence, he realized it wasn't. And then he decided to steal some toilet paper because they were out in their condo. I see. That's that's the most logical thing that he stole because you're like, there's toilet paper. I mean, here. I who hasn't run out of toilet paper and like you're somewhere and there's like a free thing of toilet paper and you have a big purse and you're on your way home and it's like, might as well just take a roll of toilet paper. Have you stolen toilet paper from my house? No. Yes. God. Mm. I got to put a lock on that now? I was like, I'm there and I'm like, I could stop by the I store. I have to lock or up I could just, my toilet paper because Sarah Dillon's going to steal it. I could just take some purse toilet paper for the road. What else do you steal no from my house? No foul, nothing. Just toilet <laughs> Not toilet paper. Nothing. 
steal nothing. Do you steal my Tupperware? What? No. I have my own Tupperware. No, I don't God, steal I your count Tupperware. count everything now, don't I? I'm turning to that person. I gotta count my forks before you leave. Let me search your bag. Oh, yeah. Keelan saying lame confessions. <laughs> Sometimes I go to Greg's house and I steal his unused toilet paper. I'm glad you specified unused. Like I have a pile of used <laughs> and you have to distinguish between which pile to take it from. Greg, Greg has Oh, don't do that's the used toilet paper pile. <laughs> don't go in there. Like it's all unrolled because I can't have it in a roll. It's just all mushed together in two piles. <laughs> Dealer's choice, whichever one you choose from. That's my used pile. Okay. All right. So, Christmas tree stolen, blah, 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 blah. All right. Anyway, next up at a Sweden. A Swedish woman who is determined to have the world's largest fake buttocks has now increased her... <laughs> she claims this? <laughs> yes, she's... I have the world's largest fake buttocks. She is determined. She has set her sights on having the world's largest buttocks. And so far, her butt is 70 inches around. I guess I have to think about like, 70 inches. Whoa, 70 but, inches. Yeah, so I think it's like from hip to hip maybe. because I mean, That's almost six what, feet. What That's constitutes like the end of the side of the butt? I See, and I don't know. That's what I'm, I'm not understanding how that is. Like, they, is it, it says from 70 hip to hip? inches around. Hip to hip going or basing around the... It must be hip to hip. Need the pants with the ballooned seat, please. All right. Um, uh, so hmm. she's a 25-year-old model from Sweden, uh, Natasha Crown. Okay. I'm t- okay. It's 25-year-old model from Sweden. So that model is anybody can call term. themselves a model. I'm a model, Greg. You're a model. I'm an Instagram model. Mm-hmm. All right. So she's a self-proclaimed oh model my God. <laughs> from Sweden, Natasha Crown. She's a regular client of plastic surgery clinics. No. But uh, she's had lots of plastic surgery done, not just on her buttocks, but of course her main focus is getting a big old butt. Uh, so for <laughs> the first time, <laughs> for the first time, um, so the first time she had an operation to increase her Oh boy, her she's buttocks, had a, She was 20 years old. She's had a lot of operations. Yeah, then she there. realized that was the main body part that she was obsessed with, and she really wanted to make it bigger, and she wanted to keep getting plastic surgery until she I achieved make it bigger. her dreams. She says, every morning I start by carefully looking at my beautiful ass in the mirror. <laughs> and you know what? It seems to be to be small, and I want to do it even more. Maybe I'm mentally ill. Maybe I have body dysmorphia, which is a mental illness in which a person excessively is concerned about it, even the slightest effect or pe- uh, peculiarity of their body. She says, but I do not care. I, mean, that just I looks want un- my big ass. That just looks uncomfortable. Like, how would it be like you're sitting on like a beanbag chair or like one of those rolly balls constantly? Like, how would she ever sit? Well, for the. Uh, I mean, it is. Uh, if you can see the picture, I mean, that's. In order to. What is achieve, it stuffed with? To, no, it's just stuffed with her. In order to achieve her ideal butt size, so you, she gets multiple surgeries to keep increasing the size of it. Also, that's she, what I mean. What do they put in it? I don't. What kind of padding? I don't know, like silicone, like boob padding. Like, as people get butt implants, it's probably that same stuff. Is it like hard or soft? How does it work? I don't, Greg, I am not a butt implant expert. Well, I have no I'm idea. You would know. It's your story. No, but I'm sorry. I didn't like look into what she's getting injected into her ass. All right. So she's not only just getting the surgery to make it grow. She uh, she says she persistently eats extremely high calorie food, hoping that the fat will be deposited into her buttocks. 
I mean, you know, teach their own. That just doesn't look comfortable. Uh, she does have a huge. She is an. Actually, now that I'm reading this, she is an Instagram model. Yeah, that's a well, good see, Yeah, anybody with an she Instagram account can be an Instagram model. 184,000 followers who follow her every buttocks move. And finally, got a story straight out of Showgirls from my favorite place in all the land. Greg, where is my favorite place? Uh, Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie, Florida. A swimsuit contestant has been accused of hitting her rival in the head with a high heel after they exchanged <laughs> competitive threats during a beauty pageant. So this actually <laughs> happened a few months ago, but uh, now the verdict has just come down, So, and I'm just finding out about this. I'm so disappointed in myself and everybody else that knows how much I love Port St. Lucie and Showgirls that nobody sent me this. Erica Mize, 24... Everybody, she's very disappointed in you. I'm not. I love you. I think you're great. <laughs> Erica Mize, 24 years uh, old, of Port St. Lucie, was charged with battery after striking Sarah Shipley, 23 years old, of Jupiter, Florida, with her shoe. All right, so the Port St. Lucie girl, Erica, struck Sarah from Jupiter with her shoe. Okay. I'm just trying to keep it track. So Erica struck Sarah. Erica struck Sarah. Okay. So uh, Sarah says that Erica is her boyfriend's ex-girlfriend, but she and Erica had never- my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend? But she and Erica had never met before both deciding to compete in this beauty pageant called the Stuart Sailfish Regatta Swimsuit Contest. Wait, so you're Miss Stuart Sailfish Regatta? What is it? Stuart Sailfish Regatta Swimsuit Contest. Yes, I'm Miss Stuart Sailfish Regatta. Yes. 2016. All right, so Erica's the ex-girlfriend, Sarah's the current girlfriend. So Sarah says before going on stage, Erica told her, quote, you should go to the gyno because you're in for a rude awakening. <laughs> the report says. Wow. Sarah said that she just ignored her. But after they walked off the stage, she tapped Erica on the shoulder. And that's when she turned around and hit her. That's when Erica turned around and hit her in the face with her heel. Erica, who was warning Sarah because Sarah was dating Erica's ex-boyfriend. Yes. Okay. And Erica, I think, is insinuating that either she or him or both have some sort of uh, Boom. infection. Okay. So... Erica told... You should go to the gyno. You should go to the gyno because you're in for a rude awakening. That's just gross. Classy gal. Mm -hmm. All right. So Erica told uh, told deputies that before the contestants went on stage, Sarah said that she was going to beat her badly. I'm going to beat you badly. Once the contest was over, Erica said that Sarah yanked on her arm and tried to take her to the ground, while Sarah says she was just trying to turn her around to talk to her. Well, Erica said she pushed her off when she wouldn't leave. Then she had taken off her shoes, had them in her hand, swung her shoes around, but had no idea that she had hit Sarah in the face. Wait, she said it was an accident? She said it was an accident. Uh-huh. Erica said she then right. ran to her mother because she didn't want to fight. She ran to her this mom? This is a 24-year-old woman who's like heckling the new girlfriend of her ex-boyfriend by saying that he has some like wicked STD, basically. But then she can't handle that, so she runs to her mother. Well, investigators were able to observe a small bump on Sarah's head. I found, head. A, found a picture of Erica, so I just posted that into the live okay. chat for your life. Uh, prosecutors, uh, so I guess that charges were filed, but then they were dropped, and nobody knows why. So prosecutors have declined to pursue criminal charges. Uh-oh, was there like a deal? Somebody I think there might have been some deal. So Erica was the one that got, uh, she was charged with battery. Okay. Uh, however, prosecutors de- declined to pursue criminal charges against the Port St. Lucie woman. It is unknown why the charges were dropped, but what is known that is that neither of them won the beauty contest. Wow. 
So there you have it. That is quite the saga. And it does kind of make me want to go to that uh, contest next year. Though. Endeth the saga of the Stuart Sailfish Regatta Swimsuit Contest of 2017. Oh, I remember that. Oh, those were the good old days. Stuart Sailfish Regatta of 17. Yeah, that was a year. <laughs> I was there. I it's was the new there. Catalina wine mixer. I survived. <laughs> That's a world of crazy. Fucking Catalina wine mixer. Oh my gosh. Um, we oh, Craig. Some ball- okay, yes. I, yeah, what? we should absolutely do some ball talk, but I forgot to tell you that I totally. I have an update. On? On that Bigfoot 911 story from yesterday. I've been on the following sexy it. squatch story? I have been following it with bated breath. Okay, all right, we'll have to do a follow-up. Is there enough to do a reading? Yes. Oh, like a whole other chapter. Oh, he still hasn't finished it. He's oh. like, te- he's squatch teasing everybody. I will tell, yeah. Such I'll pull it up. Squatch tease. You. Yeah, the squatch community also is a little dirty. We'll, we'll talk about that after, after ball talk. Okay, dirty squatch secrets coming up next. Squatch Stay secrets. tuned for dirty, sexy squatch secrets. <laughs> do you have your own dirty, sexy <laughs> squatch secret? By the way, we were voted uh, Portland's best podcast yeah, two years in a row. Years in a row. All right. Um, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. A little potpourri of balls here, a little smattering, a little this, a little that. We do have some news actually coming from Major League Baseball. MLB for short, Greg. MLB. Hashtag MLB. Uh, their commissioner, Rob Manfred, was up in Seattle for just a stop. They go around city to city, and the Seattle media asked Somebody from the media asked, what did he think about, quote, our neighbors to the south and whether or not they would get a team, referring to Portland? Rob Manfred said they are looking at expansion. They want to get Oakland and Tampa, their stadium situation resolved. Then they want to expand to 32. And he said Portland would be on the list as one of the top potential destinations for a major league baseball team. Oh, boy. That would be awesome. That would be pretty cool. I, I would prefer hockey first. Me too, because we already do have an incredibly wonderful baseball team, the Portland Pickles. Oh, my God. There's a little bit of a difference between that now and Major League Baseball. Which, whatever the next team is, I, I still say, whatever it is, whether it's baseball or hockey, it's got to be the Pioneers. Got, got to, to be the, the Pioneers. Done. Got to get the job done. Oh, yeah, he'll be up there this weekend, too. Um... So there is that. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Here's a case of some college morons. So four University of Utah students were arrested and charged with an act of vandalism because they went to Brigham Young University. So that's kind of a rivalry for University of Utah. And they spray painted the red U logo all over the Brigham Young's cougar statue. Not the cougar statue. The cougar statue. Anything but the cougar statue. But here's the thing. They actually went there and did it and got and left. It was two males, 18 and 20, and two females, 18 and 19, did it and then took off. There was a witness who viewed the alleged vandalism and told the police to be on the lookout for a blue Volkswagen Beetle with Utah license plates and a University of Utah sticker in the upper right rear, rear window. However, they were already gone. They did the crime. They got out of there. And then they came back to take selfies with their crime. Of course they did. Because, because are idiots. they're idiots. Mm-hmm. And that is when they were promptly arrested. They got busted because they went back to take selfies with what they had done. 
It's that not, makes sense. It's not how you pull a prank, kids. That's the wrong way to do it. Moving on to ball talk. Um, this is interesting. You know, do you know who Russell Westbrook is? Yeah, he's a basketball player. Basketball player, Oklahoma City Thunder. He's the reigning MVP of of the NBA. Wasn't he part of the trio of best friends that broke up? His uh, he it was him and Kevin Durant. That's who I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah, and Kevin Durant ditched him to go to Golden State. The betrayal. Oh, the betrayal. Oh, the betrayal. Well, Russell Westbrook, if you've ever seen pictures of him, he's usually wearing some pretty ridiculous clothes. Yes. He's the, he's the fashion guy. And he went on Ellen, I guess, the other day and said that if you live in Oklahoma City, which I know we have some listeners in Oklahoma City, he said he'll drive around and see a lot of his clothes on people. Not clothes he designed, like his actual clothes, because he only wears an outfit once. And then he gets rid of the clothes. Gross. He wore it one time, and then that's it. And then he donates it to Goodwill. So at least he donates it. He does donate it for sure? He doesn't sell them? No, he said he donates it to Goodwill or gives them away to friends. But he said he'll drive around Oklahoma City and he'll see people wearing some of his clothes. So if you go to a Goodwill in Oklahoma City, there's a good chance you might get some of Russell Westbrook's clothes. Although you'd have to be a pretty tall person. to cause He's like 6'2". So he's like the Cher Horowitz or six, of the four, NBA. The what? The Cher Horowitz of the NBA. I have no idea what that means. Anyone who knows, they'll know. The Cher Horowitz? What? Okay. Well, anyway, if you're in OKC, go get some of Russell Westbrook stuff. All right, I need to make my predictions, and then I'm going to end on an actually a pretty cool story. So uh, my predictions for this weekend for NCAA football, because every week I do make my predictions here. Sarah, I'm going to even let you help out with this. You can pick one of the games. Then I will predict because I spend hours and hours researching these and then people go place bets on them and win money and send tithings. Really? Because I'm pretty sure last week uh, Tony had assessed your guesses and you were just one for three. Who's? Who? I don't know what you're... A a human that was listening to your predictions and compared them with what actually happened to create results, which were completely, for the most part, opposite of what you predicted. I mean, I met a Tony at Rose City Comic Con, but surely he wouldn't be sending things in like that. Actually, uh, our buddy Andrew came to the Brewers' Cup last week, and he... He did send me a tithing because he's like, I was listening to the show and you were trying to remember who sent a tithing. And he's like, I was listening. I was like, it was me. I sent you the tithing. Oh. And he did. He sent me a tithing when he won because I think he was in Vegas and he bet on, bet on something that I did. Thank you, Andy. All right. Okay. Um, first up, we will predict this one. TCU, Texas Christian University versus Oklahoma State. TCU Horned Frogs versus the Oklahoma State Cowboys. The winner in this Big 12 match of the day will be the Oklahoma State Cowboys. There you go. Place your bets on that one. Next up in our predictions. I'm going to do some tough ones. Number 15, Auburn University versus University of Missouri. Tigers versus Tigers, Sarah. War Eagle. It's in Missouri. 
But the winner's going to be Auburn. Auburn Tigers. So there you go. That's two. Sarah, give me one more. Hit me. I want you to do uh, number 17, Mississippi State, Uh versus number 11, Georgia. Georgia. Oh, boy. Going back to the SEC. That's a tough one. Mississippi State Bulldogs. Wait a minute. It's Bulldogs versus Bulldogs. Oh, my goodness. We have Tigers versus Tigers and Bulldogs versus Bulldogs. Uh, The SEC really needs to get better about their nicknames. That's just lame. All right, so the winner of this one will be Georgia. Everybody's eating peaches on Saturday. Oh, I like peaches. Georgia. Georgia, okay. Georgia. All right, so there we go. Finally in ball talk, I've got this. And this is actually pretty cool. So, when Hurricane Harvey went through Houston, uh, Houston Texans player J.J. Watt started a fund to try to raise money. I think their goal was to raise like $200,000 at first. And then he met it, and then he kept upping the goal and upping and upping and upping. And he ended up getting a bunch of NFL players on board, a bunch of celebrities on board. And uh, the final donation looks like that they got just came from Tom Brady, and Bill Belichick, who combined and donated one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to it. Wow, which is which is cool. I mean, yeah, they're yeah, rich awesome. athletes, but still, that's that's really cool. And that's JJ Watt using his power for something good. JJ Watt's an NFL star. Um, now the it they they finally ended it. They ended the fundraising drive, and from the initial goal of two hundred thousand dollars, they ended with thirty seven point one million dollars. Oh wow. That's and so awesome. it's all going, he said, right back into the community to Houston to help wherever it wherever it's needed. That's thirty seven million dollars. Wow. So that's that's pretty fucking cool. That's that's using your power for something good. Always use your power for good. Always use your power for good. And that's uh I just think that's that's pretty cool. That is. So even even Tom Brady has a heart when it comes down to it. Though it might be slightly deflated. It might be slightly deflated. And I think in honor of that to celebrate Tom Brady's good deed. And he is my quarterback in my fantasy football league. But the game was delayed. How did you guys? I think we need to play something for Tom Brady. This is in honor of him and his very generous donation. Respect to the balls, and that there was obviously an issue with the balls. I don't think anybody knew there was an issue with the balls. To me, those balls are perfect. I can only speak for myself. I don't want anyone touching the balls, loving the balls. To me, those balls are perfect. Some guys like them round and some guys like them thin. Some guys like old balls, new balls. They're all different, so you gotta feel them and you gotta squeeze them. To me, those balls are all perfect. Can there possibly be a karaoke version of this? I choose the balls that I want. You know, I grip it, I grab it, I feel the lace, I feel the leather. I wouldn't want anyone touching the balls. Um, that would zip those things up and lock them away. Some days one ball may feel good, the next day it may not. I want to be very familiar with the equipment that I'm using. This is in Isis. No one's dying, but this is a very important thing. Because to me those balls are perfect. I can only speak for myself. I don't want anyone touching the balls, rubbing the balls. To me those balls are perfect. 
Some guys like them round and some guys like them big Some guys like old balls, new balls, they're all different So you gotta feel them and you gotta squeeze them To me those balls are all perfect here you comes. gotta feel them. Gotta We're just doing the whole thing. To me, those balls are all perfect. You gotta feel them. You gotta squeeze them. To me, those balls are all perfect. You know, I grip it. I grab it. I grab it. I grip it. Song of the year. Shmoyaho on YouTube is the creator of this. To me, those balls are all perfect. Geniuses. Like I said, I had no. There we go. Tom Brady with a very generous donation. $37 million raised by DJ Watt. That concludes this edition of Balta. I genuinely love that song. I love it too. It's such a good song. It's, it's great. <laughs> I think those guys are brothers, I believe. I could have that wrong, but Shmoyo, they do all the songify stuff on. Okay. Well, I do have a brief awesome. update that I wanted to tell you about. Just real quick. Mm. Our Squatch update? Yes. Yes. So yesterday, you may remember, we had... This is from the Bigfoot 911 Facebook group yes. where we are members. Mm-hmm. And this man's writing a sensual Squatch tale? He is... Continuing uh, chapters? I, uh, is, is Halle Berry involved in this one again? Yes. Uh, so, no, Halle Berry isn't because that was only just the first part. I think that was when he was... Where he's uh, dreaming of jerking off to when he was Halle Berry. jerking okay. off to Halle Berry. So, like, what this guy is doing... So, he basically just did this, like, big guarantees at the beginning. And he's like, all right, well, now I'm getting tired. And my girlfriend says that, you know, like, when he was talking about his girlfriend. Yeah, my girlfriend. Uh, so, like, people are... Um, so, there are lots of, like, Squatch fans. There are people... I'm looking at the comment. Come on, brother. Finish it, please. Finish it, man. Come on, uh, Joel David. Let's do this. So, Joel David is going to milk this for all that he can. So, he starts a little bit. So, um, let's see. So, this is his rebuttal a few hours later. He said, okay... It's 3.30 a.m. I just got off work and home. I will do my diligent best to complete this before I fall asleep. I appreciate everyone's patience and kind words. To those of you who want to be jerks because I have to work and sleep in order to work, well, stop reading now. My Bigfoot experience was never meant for you, it seems. (laughs) People are so clamoring to know about his Bigfoot experience. Okay. And then he goes into his story, which is, like, really boring. It's just a whole bunch of, like, a lot of wanky things. So, and then he, like, does some of it. Doesn't, it doesn't get anywhere. He basically just talks about his family and, like, uh, seeing the Squatch. Okay. So then at the end of this, he, so these are, like, the punctuation. Yeah. At the end, so he says, like, uh, I climbed into my Jeep and pulled out and headed out of my tent. I had a date with Destiny. Who would have ever guessed my Destiny walked the woods with his family? And he says, I could just... Jump to the chase. Go right to the moment I saw a Bigfoot and presumably his mate and their offspring. What? This guy feels like like he feels really strongly about himself. And while that I'm may be to a, pepper it in just that's a good. Bit. And while that may be good enough for most, I feel that all of you would be cheated of the small details that lead up to the grand finale. Because his experience was so amazing. What does he imagine people are doing at home reading this thing? The trouble is when I start writing, it's almost like I'm there again, and I want all of you to experience everything along with me this time. I simply feel like I would be robbing you of the richness of the experience if I don't include every detail of the whole story, including but not limited to masturbating to thoughts of Halle Berry. (laughs) 
And then there's my job, okay? I work in the medical field. He really is keeps talking about his job. Like, what does this have to he do with his He works in the medical story? field, and when he's called in, I have to go in. And if I don't sleep, I'm not giving the best care to those who need who's, me. Who's cares? It's now 5.30 a.m. I've been typing on this little cell phone keyboard for two hours. I absolutely have to rest my eyes and sleep a few hours. I'm not on call tonight. And unless there is a disaster of some sort, I'll be home all day and all night. If you'll do me a solid... Of hanging in there, say another eight hours. I'll finish the story of my experience this evening, even if I have to say, fuck it, and skip to the end. Thanks for all of your patience. Peace. <laughs> and then there are like Squatch groupies, which I didn't know about this. Squatch groupies? There are Squatch groupies. What do you mean? I mean, there are girls who are like sitting here. No waiting. way. Yes, I was. Now, of course, I can't find the fucking girls. Yeah, so they're on here, and it's girls. I swear to God, they're trying to convince him, you know, to finish the story. There it is. There are squatch groupies. Yes. How did I not know about this? I really need to be involved. All right. So here Joel, somewhere. then he, he comes back and he <clears throat> he updates all. He says again, let me thank you for your patience. Y'all are super special squatchies, and I love you for it. He calls them his squatchies, Greg. <laughs> my eyes are so heavy that I feel like I've got 10 pounds pierced into my eyelids and they're pulling my eyes keep shut. bitching about being tired? Then what are you doing on Facebook? Nobody's Please making you go on there. Please me. I've got to get some sleep. My body is shutting down whether I like it or not. The finale must wait a few hours. <laughs> I am almost finished. If some of you know absolutely nothing about the hours an EMT on call must work, then ask somebody. If you still insist on making rude comments toward me, then find another real experience and go to that page. I don't want to hear your smart-ass I'm remarks. I'm so tired, Nuff but I'm said. making myself go out of this Bigfoot Facebook group. Okay, and this is the creepy part. So in uh, in retort to him expressing himself, saying like, you know, you need to wait for his, for the end of his Squatch tale. Karen Squatch comforts groupie. him. Karen? Squatch groupie Karen says, get back to it whenever you can. The build-up is the sweet part. Yeah. And then for the creepy, disgusting win, I give you Shelly. Shelly, who says, yes, I can feel it. The Squatchgasm. <gasps> it's coming. Oh! I told you it was gross. Those are actual people on the internet. Uh, the Squatchgasm? They're waiting for the end of the Squatch tale. That is one of the worst things, I think. Ew, I don't like that one. It's from Bigfoot Sounder page. No. So there you have it. So we don't have the epic and final conclusion to Joel's tale. The Squatch Of the morning that he woke up, touching himself to Halle Berry, and ended the night meeting an entire family of Squatches. More to come. Well, Sarah, that is quite the tale. I don't know how I'll make it through this weekend. Maybe I'll have a squatch, a sexy squatch tale after this weekend. Yeah, just don't become a forest wife. It's true. It is the season. Tis the season for forest wifing. (laughs) 
Every year in Oregon, 273 people on average are taken as forest that wives. That is absolutely never to be seen. not true. Never to be seen again. It happens all the time. The media doesn't cover it, though. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Sarah, you know what I am taking out to the woods? Please tell me. My water filter. Oh, my. My water filter! Like, do you actually use your water filter in the woods? Um, I have. I don't know if I'll use it this time, but yes, I want it there for emergencies. Oh, that's good. It's always good to have a backup. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got that water fil- filter from Next Adventure. Oh, they have the best outdoor equipment and yes. indoor and anything. And shoes and purses. They and do sweatshirts indeed. Sweatshirts and jackets and hats and sunglasses. They got it all. Mm-hmm. Next Adventure, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate them. And uh, their main store is located here in Portland on the corner of Stark and Grand. If you're into like the stand-up paddleboarding phase, which everybody seems to be getting one, it's they have supping, Greg. Supping, I'm supping, bro. Um, they have an entire uh, center just for that. So the Paddle Sports Center, which is located just down the street from that one, and of course NextAdventure.net, where you can go online and buy all of their wonderful products. They are really a great store, so I highly suggest supporting them. Next Adventure. Wonderful folks. Um, oh, yeah. All right. Everybody I have a safe weekend. Road, Greg. Everybody have a good weekend. Um, I'll be live on Digital Trends at 2 p.m. if you're still around. And then uh, I'll be heading out after that at some point. But I want to say thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Okay. Bye, right. everybody. Love you. Talk to you on Monday. See you later. See you in a few hours. Mr. Pancakes. Oh, he's going to murder you. I know. I'm not, I'm not making it back. Fun Employment oh. Radio Network.